Good morning, David. Doing well today. It is, uh, you know, it's just a beautiful place to be in Central Florida. The weather's great right now. You just can't uh, can't think of a better place to be. Yeah, Alan says we're not going to see any rain to speak of until like next Monday. And except for a little bit of a breeze, we're going to have this uh, relatively low humidities 80s and down into the 60s at night for the next seven days. Lordy, this is the time of the year where we send all those notes up north telling our northern neighbors what our weather's like, right? That's right. Yep, this is definitely the, <laughs> the time we like to be in Florida. Absolutely. Setting the table for the morning yesterday was another down day for the blue chips. Uh, I'm getting really tired of seeing red. I'm looking at a little bit of green on the futures. I sure hope it continues this morning. And the Dow was down 191 points again yesterday. We're now down to 32,936. We're under 33,000 on the Dow this morning. Uh, Standard and Poor's down seven. And the NASDAQ eked out a 34-and-a-half-point gain yesterday, but that just sounds like nickel-and-dime stuff compared to what we've lost in the last couple of weeks, isn't it? Yeah, it really is. I mean, the, the NASDAQ has, uh, well, as all the, all the indexes have suffered uh, the last few weeks, but, uh, but they've gotten hit a little harder than, uh, than some of the others right now. Yeah, growth stocks tend to suffer more when there's uncertainty in the marketplace, and heaven knows we got uncertainty. House might actually, and I'm saying might, I'm calling it maybe a 10% chance to have a speaker before the end of the day. The Republicans are swearing they're going to lock themselves in the restroom and not let themselves out until they find somebody they can agree on for a speaker. That would remove at least one element of doubt, because we got to keep in mind that the House can't do a dang thing about whether about uh, you know refunding the government until they've got a speaker because they can't vote on anything substantial, and we we're starting to get to the point where we got to start looking at that hard deadline, Philip. It's like the 17th of next month. We run out of allocations and uh, authorization to spend money, and we're starting to sing a real old refrain again, aren't we? Yeah, we really are, and uh, Dave, I, I got to feel that that's going to be a miracle if we can uh, come up with a speaker uh, even this week. I, I'm like I said, I'm calling it ten percent. The members of the Republican caucus are saying we're not coming out until we got somebody, but that might, <laughs> they might very well need to call for an outhouse if they plan on doing it. I've got no hope whatsoever they're going to succeed in one day. But you know, the real crunch time for the thing, and I mean, political considerations aside, uh, you can have all kinds of fun depending upon which side of the party fence you're on. But uh, political considerations put aside, just mechanically. Because one thing that is worthwhile that the hardline Republicans are holding up for is individual allocation bills, so that the Department of Defense is a separate bill from health and human services, which actually you know, is kind of hard to argue with the merits of. That's even more work, though, to fund the government. And now we're down to the point where we've got two and a half weeks before we flat slap dab run out of money. It's just making it mechanically dang near impossible to avoid at least a short shutdown on the 17th of November. Yeah, I, I agree, and and I think we lock them in a room and give them water only, and uh, until they can uh, come up with a speaker. Why 
Why do you give them water? Well, you know, that would be, I mean, you don't want to be cruel and inhumane. So you at least give them water, right? So. <laughs> they'll just smuggle booze in the mix for the water. It doesn't <laughs> Other junk going on, obviously, the uh, situation in Israel is uh, certainly upsetting the markets because if it does go to be a regional conflict, then we're going to end up having problems with the oil supply, and that starts affecting the money front and all kinds of other uncertainty out there added to that what the Sam Hill, the Federal Reserve, is going to do come up on uh, next Wednesday when they give their next interest rate decision. I've, I've got two, two different columnists. Again, you and I tend to diss these guys because all they've got to do is say one thing right, and then they say equity strategist who called the stock rally in the first half. That means he's automatically credible, but he's uh, published a column this morning saying that uh, the S&P won't start climbing back up until next spring. Another one says that uh, our bond yields are the single biggest challenge we've got, and we aren't going to look at much of an increase there on the S&P until bond yields get back down to before the regional banking crisis, which pretty much is saying about the same thing with a little bit more rationale to it. Yeah, I think that that's definitely, um, I mean, that's what I'm hearing too. I, I can't remember what the economist I had at a conference give a number, but um he was the same, you know, the, the, we're going to hit a recession, the market's done a decline. And and he was kind of the first, the same thing, first quarter, second quarter uh, of next year before we see uh, getting through this. Yeah, I'm, I'm not even 100% convinced that we're actually going to have that quote-unquote recession. I've got some faith in a soft landing at this point. I think Paulson's doing a relatively good job, but I, I got a sneaking hunch those two columnists are probably right that we're going to have at least a case of market malaise for the next few months, don't you think? I, I think so. I mean, obviously, earnings are going to drive individual stocks. Um, and if you get enough of those with, in, in a sector that, that have good enough earnings, then that's going to help help the, uh, the, the indexes. It's going to be interesting, though, to continue to see what the um, outlook is, right? Uh, what, how, do they make changes to their current year outlook? Um, and I think that's going to probably be more key than anything during this earnings season. Point taken. I mean, the earnings season is going to drive the market, especially this week, because this is the uh, this is the real traffic crunch for just about every single day of the week. We're going to be leading with a household name people recognize and know real well. Tomorrow we're going to get to, we're going to be talking in the morning because Microsoft, Alphabet, Google's parent company, they're all reporting today. We're going to have a whole bunch of household names reporting hopefully good news as far as their quarterly numbers are concerned. Uh, lead story this morning, we've got two or three household names that popped up for the morning report. Kind of the lead one that hit, because I just remember the old phrase, as GM goes, so goes America. And they reported, didn't they? They did. They uh, they beat on uh, earnings and revenue. Actually, they beat on earnings by about 44 cents a share. Um, so so good news for them. Now, the one thing is that they, uh, they pulled their full-year outlook, obviously, with all the issues with United Auto Workers on strike, rising costs. There's a lot of unknowns in their P&L right now when it comes to uh, the rest of this year. Uh, they've not finished uh, all their negotiations, I don't think, yet. So, But they're still trading up slightly today, Dave, up 1.1%. I'm honestly kind of surprised with the strike still looming and General Motors being one of the plants that's getting targeted. Uh, you know, some of their more critical plants. I'm kind of surprised they're go they had that they're going up even against a good report. I'm glad to hear that, but I'm kind of surprised. 
Yeah, I am too. I, I'm just, you know, I wish they'd hurry up and get this thing over with so we can move on to, uh, you know, more important news. One more level of uncertainty that kind of just makes it harder for the market to go up when you got the auto strike going on. Yeah, exactly. So, hey, so that's General Motors. We had yep. uh, Coca-Cola reported. Um, Coca-Cola had a good quarter. They beat on both earnings and revenue. Uh, earnings they beat by about five cents a share, came in at 74 cents, uh, beat by, I'm going to say, almost a half a billion dollars in revenue. Uh, so uh, they raised their outlook as their volume continues to grow despite higher prices, which means they, they've got, you know, they've been able to price things up. So, uh, so that's helping them this morning. Uh, they're trading up almost 3% today. It might accelerate, too. It just came across my ticker. They've just been upgraded to strong buy from one of the brokerage houses. I haven't seen a stock upgraded to strong buy in a long time. Have you? No, I, I really haven't. Uh, but so yeah, that's, that's, that's uh, an exception. Yep, good for them. Uh, Spotify uh, reported as well. Uh, they beat on earnings matched on revenue. Um, so, so good, good numbers for them. They have, they say right now, they expect their total monthly active users to top 600 million in the fourth quarter. Doggies. Big More, big that's twice as many as we've got people in this country. Right. <laughs> so they're up 4.8% this morning. Wow. Good, yeah, really some good, good news from them. General Electric uh, reported as well. Uh, they had a big jump this morning because they beat on earnings and revenue for the third quarter, uh, higher than expected. They lifted their full-year guidance um, because of their aerospace business. I find that kind of interesting. So they're up 5.5%. Since we're kind of basing on their aerospace, let's jump down here to RTX. Now, RTX. I kind of wonder, wonder General Electric's aerospace business wasn't helped out by defense contracts. I don't know how much uh, they make in terms of weaponry, but with Ukraine and now Israel going on, that's not a bad sector to be invested in at the moment. No, it's, it's really not. And R RTX, which is the old, uh, it, I said, oh, they renamed it. It's Raytheon uh, Corporation. They renamed RTX, uh, Aerospace Defense Contractor. Um, so they uh, they came in and beat on earnings and revenue as well, and they're getting a nice bump this morning. Oh, well, they were a nice bump. Now they've gone the other way. Um, where did they go? That's not the right one. That is. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I'm looking at this number saying, oh, something ain't right here. They were up 8%. I'm, I'm doing the same thing morning. with the refresh. I'm doing the same thing with a refreshed screen for my overseas quotes. Everything all of a sudden refreshed into ads. <laughs> there we go. Well, they're not. They're not. Uh, I'm pick, hitting the button, but it's not going to the right stock. So at least oh, earlier right. this morning, they're up 8%. I, I can't get the right number to come up right now. Um, oh. So good news on that front. Uh, the last one I have for you today is 3M. Mm -hmm. uh, I call them the sticky people, right? They stick stuff around. So um, <laughs> they uh, – they had stronger than expected uh, earnings as well. Strong quarter for cash flow. Uh, they adjusted their earnings and, and you know, they've been able to restructure some of their expenses. Uh, they're up four and three quarters percent this morning. All right, that's good. I, if I remember correctly, they had a rough quarter last time, so that's good they news did. for they them. They did, you're right. Absolutely. Resetting the table, mixed bag yesterday. The blue chips were down, but the growth stocks actually improved a little bit. 45 minutes before we open this morning, what are we looking at? 
Right now, Dave, we've got uh, quite a bit of green ink on the index side. Uh, we've got the Dow up a half a percent. The S&P 500 is up a little over a half a percent. And the NASDAQ 100 up six tenths. Uh, big winner, though, is going to be the Russell 2000 up uh, 0.85% right now. Uh, obviously, the VIX is heading down this morning uh, with a lot of the green ink here. On the other side, we got silver down uh, eight tenths, gold down six tenths. Um, crude oil is down significantly from where it was yesterday morning. It's, it's up about a tenth of a percent right now, but it's $85.62 a barrel um, heading into today. I, I noticed gas prices were trending up this morning as I came in by about 12 cents a, a gallon. I want to mention this real quick, Dave, as we close out. Uh, mm -hmm. We haven't talked about cryptocurrency in a while. It is skyrocketing. I don't know why or what's causing it, but uh, uh, over 34,000 on Bitcoin right now, up 10.9% to 34,699 right now. So uh, not sure what's, what the driving factor is there. I'll bet you a quarter it goes down 15% the next day. <laughs> <laughs> we have such faith in crypto, don't we? Yeah, Overseas. Absolutely. Overseas markets, kind of strange. The Asian rim market had a big recovery. They're almost always uh, following our uh, prior day. This time, almost everything is up. Hong Kong is off by a bit, but everything else at the close at 6 a.m. this morning was uh, up by a half to a full percent. Europe mixed halfway through their day. No great trend down. The United Kingdom down by a half a percent. The uh, German market up by about a half a percent. No trend. We're frittering around the zero line. Getting an idea as to how to make sure retirement can happen according to a plan, especially in a changing world market the way it's going these days, takes an extra pair of eyes. How do I get a hold of your eyes to make sure I can retire and actually make it happen? Dave, that's exactly why we've developed the core retirement design. Uh, give us a call at 863-382-0037 to schedule your core retirement analysis where we'll analyze your portfolio to make sure that you're on the path you need to for the retirement you dreamed of. And then join us this weekend for the Statler Financial Radio Show, 6 a.m. at noon on Saturday, 10 a.m. Sunday morning on Highlands News Talk 730 and 95.3 FM. And I almost forgot to mention, that's right, you were talking about Bitcoin going up so much. I mean, there's another big investment tool that's out there. You can now bet on music royalties if you want to invest in something <laughs> really risky. You can make a bet as to whether Lady Gaga makes a million off her next single. Now, that's a thrilling investment, right? Absolutely. You know, throw your money over something. <laughs> we'll, we'll talk the serious stuff again tomorrow morning. Thank you. You have a good day, Philip. You too, Dave. Be well. It's 105.7 Light FM and Statler Financial Services. Philip Statler. Remember. Hey, folks, again, I want to thank you for joining me. I hope your week's going well. Join me again tomorrow, same time, same place. Have a great one. Bye now.